I want you to really quickly go with me in the scripture. I'm not going to preach long. I just want to set the stage for what's about to take place tonight. Because oftentimes we do stuff in church without an, a revelation of it. Uh, we know church and knees and to, to the fact that we have adopted the language of past generations without really unpacking what it means. I want you, all of you that have Bibles or smart devices, I want you to just write this down or go with me there in Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Um, I'll go there really quickly and if you have it in your uh, device, I want you to shout, I have the bread. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? For God was what? For God was with him. So, so we need to uh, just quickly define what is the anointing? Because I think our generation need to revisit uh, our church vernacular and unpacked its meaning because we call everything anointed we call our fried chicken anointed <laughs> oh girl I like them shoes them shoes is anointed <laughs> but really what is the anointing the anointing is the power of God in the life of the believer to accomplish what God called them to do. I'm going to say it again for the note takers. It is the power of God. It's the ability of God in the life of the believer to accomplish what God has called them to do. In other words, God will never call you to do something that you, that you can do without him. If, if you can do it without God, it's not a God assignment. God will always keep himself employed in your life. Tell your neighbor, you need the anointing. You, you need you need the anointing and and I want to say this because many times people make style synonymous with anointing and because of that misunderstanding we find ourselves in church cultures full of clones and not sons and daughters and we have people who feel like they're not anointed if they don't sound like somebody else who is anointed now, I'm not saying your style cannot be anointed, but your style is not the anointing. If you're limited to one style, you're going to limit your reach. And I know there's some people in this room, you know God has called you to a people greater than the zip code you live in. I need you to look at somebody and tell them, you got a global anointing. I got an anointing that works beyond a church service. I got an anointing. Just because it's loud don't mean it's God. Y'all not saying that. There are some loud people who need to just bring it down a notch. Because some people have mastered style, but they've missed out on the anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He was anointed. He was anointed Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christos. The word Christ is not his last name. The, the word Christ speaks of who he is. He's the anointed one. And when he was anointed, he was anointed with a trifold grace upon his life. A trifold anointing. He was anointed as priest anointed as prophet and anointed as king i'm gonna say it one more time i want you to say he was anointed as what priest what prophet and king 
And when you have been anointed by the power of the Holy Ghost, you have that anointing. Well, you have the anointing. When you have the spirit of Christ, you have a priestly anointing, a prophetic anointing, and a kingly anointing. Very quickly, what is a priestly anointing? We know now the Bible calls us a royal priesthood. The priesthood anointing deals with the ministry of intercession. I need you to tell somebody, I've been anointed to intercede. Let me tell you something. Intercession is not limited to an auxiliary or a handful of people in the church. All of us have been call to stand in the gap and that's why some of us go so hard when we get to church because when I praise I'm not just praising for me but I'm praising for everybody in my bloodline oh shut the Bible said death and judgment came in the camp of Israel but all of a sudden Moses stood up between the living and the dead and spared a generation I need somebody in this room to open up your mouth and shout for your siblings mercy I have a ministry of intercession. When you have a ministry of intercession, see people don't like the ministry of intercession because oftentimes the ministry of intercession is not visible. I know we are, we are making it popular now. We got prayer CDs and a bunch of prayer conferences, but some people pray too and they never pray through. But a real intercessor, God will wake you up in the middle of the night. Ooh, I said a real intercessor. A real intercessor carries that pastor in their spirit. I don't have to be my pastor's armor bearer. I don't have to ride in their car. I don't have to walk in with them. They may not ever invite me to their house. Oh, but I want for my leader in the spirit. Somebody shout, I'm an intercessor. I've been anointed as a priest of the Lord. And the Bible declares that we're anointed to be prophetic. We're anointed to be prophets. I believe according to the scripture that the prayer of Moses is fulfilled in our generation. For Moses said, I would be, I would desire that all of God's people be prophets. Well, the prophecy of Joel declared in the last days said God I will pour out my spirit upon what all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy recently the Southern Baptist Convention gathered together to discuss the role of the daughters and many of them came to the summation that the daughters don't have a right to lead in the kingdom of God but I want to know are there any daughters of Zalofahad here tonight are there any daughters that are Philip tonight? Are there any daughters uh, that carry the prophetic mantle? I need to hear the sound of the daughters. Do I have any Hadassahs? Do I have any roofs in here tonight? Sons and daughters. Somebody shout sons and daughters. We are prophetic people. And when you understand that you're a prophetic person, you don't have to run across the city. Hallelujah, because somebody is calling out people's names and addresses. If you don't know your address by now, you just need to go back to elementary school. But when you got a prophetic spirit, even when people give you a word, that word is not a surprise, but it's an affirmation and a witness. Help me, Pastor Carter. Hallelujah. And I want to say tonight, if somebody speak you over something over your life that don't agree with your spirit, you do not have to receive it. Scream at somebody tell them send it back send it 
send it back y'all stop falling up under folk that ain't got the right spirit hallelujah stop listening to people's facebook lives that don't have the right spirit when you have the true spirit of prophecy the bible said we prophesy by the company of two or three why because new testament prophecy is open to human error examine the word and we are anointed to be prophets we are prophetic people that means we go from a place in our lives where we all stop always asking God and petitioning God till we stand in the prophetic and we start talking for God hallelujah we become a mouthpiece for God we declare what God has already already said and then the Bible tells us we're anointed to be priests we're anointed to be prophets I hope I'm not boring y'all with this I'm gonna get you ready for the anointing and you're anointed to be kings kings we're anointed to be kings in other words God says I'm giving you dominion I'm giving you dominion and see the challenge with the church uh, uh, there is there's, there are multiple challenges with the church now when I talk about the challenges of the church I'm not speaking uh, uh, from a critical standpoint because I believe the church is the best thing going on oh that was kind of weak some of y'all need to come join another church I said I believe the church is the best thing going on I know y'all talk about you got hurt in church but many of us got helped in church come on amen amen he, he called us to be kings the challenge is that we've gone into two polar extremes a generation or two generations before us all they talked about was heaven all they talked about was heaven all of the songs was as I journey through this land singing as I go pointing souls for cavalry to the crimson flow many hours pierce my soul from without within but my Lord leads me on through him I must win oh y'all don't know oh y'all know the chorus oh I want to see him look upon his face oh you be sing oh someday I go I'm going where Jesus is all of our and we'll go sweeping through the city I thought I'd pull a few more y'all with me I shall wear off. Okay, all right. Because we everybody sing that at the funeral, so y'all know that song. That in total praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> so we was on that extreme, but now we've come to another extreme where we've become a Greco-hedonistic church culture. Where not only do we not preach about the coming of the Lord, to be honest, we're not looking forward to the coming of the Lord. All of our message is about God going to turn it around and God going to fix it. But the telos of our faith really is not money is coming. The telos of the culmination of our faith is that one of these days, Jesus. You see, you see, you see. Because the church used to say, even come Lord Jesus. But some of y'all got some more plans that don't include Jesus. And so I believe there must be a balance in our preaching. There must be a balance in our approach. Because many have uh, twisted it. We have made heaven our purpose. And heaven is not your purpose. <laughs> heaven, I know what I said. Heaven is not your purpose. No, no, let's have this conversation. I feel the tension in the room. So let's just me and you talk. If heaven was your purpose, when God saved you, you should have went straight to heaven. The question is, if 
you're still here you must find out why tell your neighbor heaven is not your purpose heaven is your goal so then what is your purpose God says I've anointed you to be kings in other words I want to give you dominion in the earth I heard him tell Joshua everywhere I need somebody to help me the sole of your feet shall tread I'll give it to you as a possession if you got faith enough to step on it God said I got enough power to give it to you I need somebody to get up off of your row and put your foot on something right now I'm putting my feet on new territory I'm putting my feet in new direct new dimensions I'm putting my feet I need you to look at somebody put your hands on their shoulder tell them God said if you can touch it you can have it shout now shout shout now if you can touch it if it's close enough for you to touch if it's close enough for you to touch touch three people tell them God is not teasing you So, y'all be seated real quick. Let's get ready. So he's anointed us as priests, prophets, and kings. If you ever see an ancient olive press, you'll realize that the olive press had several purposes for crushing olives. The oil was used first for cleansing and purification. Oh, we're getting ready to anoint some people tonight. And, and I'm just going to ask, really, from the bottom of my heart, I don't believe you got to be anointed and nasty. So I'm going to ask kindly. If you don't want this tonight, don't come for it. No, really. Because I was telling uh, my assistant, Joshua, I got in really late last night. I preached every day this week. And when I was preparing for Sunday morning service, I told Brother Joshua, I said, the Lord skipped morning service for me and started talking to me about this night service. And what the Lord told me, that this week is going to be a holy reference point. I heard the Lord. I heard the Lord. I'll just be quiet before I make up something. But the Lord says for some people in this room, this week is going to be a holy reference point. You're going to be able to trace your shift back to this time. I want you to look at somebody and tell them this is the week that everything changed. This is the week that everything in my life shifted. Somebody gonna say, when did you get delivered from depression? It was Reformation week. When did the money drop? It was Reformation week. When did God heal your marriage? It was Reformation When did you stop smoking weed? It was Reformation week. I want you to pull on somebody and tell them, this is gonna be a reference point. Hallelujah. And so, God says tonight when we anoint you with oil, first of all, this anointed oil, please be seated as quickly as you can, it's going to be for cleansing and purification. Now, I understand that we are now in a culture that has embraced the grace of God. 
and I'm so thankful for it because I grew up Isabella you know what I'm talking about Christabel we grew up in very law-based church anybody other than me you grew up in holiness there was more the list of what we couldn't do was longer than the list of what we could do and I'm thankful that I finally found the scripture that says there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus I'm glad I finally found this scripture but something has happened in the kingdom where we went from one extreme to the next and in this hyper grace culture people are now using the grace of God for lasciviousness there's a license to sin yes God gives us grace when we sin I know the church is gonna get tight when I come down this alley yes God gives us grace when we sin but Paul asked the question in Romans chapter 6 verse 1 to shall we continue in sin that grace may abound God forbid how can you keep sinning and singing on the praise team how can you keep sinning and serving I'm not talking about not just sin I'm talking about living a pattern of sin so God says tonight I want to anoint you for purification I want to anoint you for cleansing Whew, hallelujah I want to anoint you for it in other words I don't want the anointing that will preach me but not cleanse me tell your neighbor I want to be clean this is what I want everybody in this room if it's your testimony I want you to praise God for it praise God that you got a mind that want to be saved saved all the time but at least I got a mind to want to be some people don't have a mind to want to be and the Bible said there were those who would not acknowledge God in their consciousness and he turned them over to a reprobated mind I need a hundred of you to praise God because you still got conviction I said praise him I may have done what you said I did but you don't know how I felt about it what they did, but I felt different about it. Scream that somebody tell me, I want to be saved. I'm saved, and I want to be saved. Uh, I need some honest people in this room. Some honest, we need to have testimony service real quick. And I know y'all be testifying, I've been saved all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm so glad God didn't give me over to the consequences of my last bad decision. Think about it. It would have been bad. What condition would you be in if it would have hit the fan? Now praise him like you're grateful. Praise him like you're grateful. Praise him that he covered me he 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 covered me he covered me get the five people tell him he covered me he covered me he covered me that's why I praise him like I praise him I don't praise him because I'm perfect I praise him because he's good He anoints us 
to cleanse us. So tonight, when some of you come to get anointed, come with the idea of whatever you've been struggling with. Now, I know what you're going to say because some of y'all say, well, we all got a struggle. Yes. Yeah, we all got one. But some of us have a struggle and some of your struggle got you. And anytime that thing got control over you and controlling your movements, you too tired to come to church, but you can be up to three or four o'clock in the morning and sin. I'm telling you, ain't that some sin will give you energy from somewhere? Some of you need to come to the altar tonight and you don't need to come speaking in tongues. You need to come with the quivering lips. You come out of Japanese and start with the shaking lip again. Has anybody other than me ever came to the altar and said, Lord, save me all over again. Feel, I, want the, I want the affection for God that I had in my childhood. And I come to tell the hundred of you that will respond in faith tonight. God says, I'm not going to give it back to you the way you had it. I'm going to give it to you the way you ain't never had it. I'm going to give you a hunger for righteousness like you never Really quick, real quick. Will you tell somebody real quickly when the Lord fill you with the Holy Ghost? Go ahead, tell them, tell them. When did the Lord fill you? When the Lord? If you don't know the date, can you tell them where you were? All right. Now, if you don't have a story, it's all right. God gonna fill you tonight. Tell them what happened to you when you got here. What happened? What happened to you? See, the, the, the reason why so many in this generation is walking away from the faith because the faith was really never in them. But we who've got had an experience that even when our mind was slipping and we started to question the faith and we start entertaining other ideologies, it was something in us that wouldn't let us go so far. I need you to tell your neighbor, even in my sin, I had a standard. Even in my sin, God would let me go too far. The old Testament says, you can't make me doubt him. I I'm sorry, y'all. I feel like I'm not sorry. Run over to somebody tell them I remember. Then we're anointed for cleansing and purification. Number two, the oil is used for food. In other words, the anointing will feed you. The power of the anointing will bring nutrition to your soul. Anytime you start feeling consistently depleted, doing what God called you to do, that may be a sign that you're trying to do a spiritual thing out of your flesh instead of out of the anointing. You're not supposed to be burnt out and need a sabbatical every 90 days. For some of you, when we ask you to serve, we already know we need a backup plan because you're so in between and up and down. You're so back and forth. Tell your neighbor, get consistent in God. Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always about. Well, I don't feel like it. Do you think we always feel like it? You got to bring your, how are you gonna leave somebody else's flesh and you can't even bring your own flesh under? Every time you mad, we see it. 
need discernment, you wear it. We don't know whether to say praise the Lord or loose your devil. Don't you want to tell some people stop shouting and just get sane? It's food for the saints. Tell your neighbor the anointing is food for the saints. That's why I can't just do, I can't sit through services of entertainment where there is no oil. That's why sometimes the most oily people are not always the most talented people. Y'all stop choosing people are based upon their gift and get somebody that got some oil. You may not be able to do a bunch of riffs and runs. I just want to make sure that you can take me somewhere. And you can never take me somewhere you've never experienced yourself. Tell somebody I want the oil. I, I'm not here for personality. I want to be in a house that's full of oil. And then the oil is used for perfume. Now that, that don't sound spiritual, Ty. Why do we need perfume? I'm going to tell you why. Fragrances are needed in the ancient house of God. Fragrances are needed. Huh. Listen. Because we like perfume. Oh, that's spiritual. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Fragrance of heaven. The fragrance of the house. We give you glory, Lord. We like all of that. But the fragrance is only necessary because of dying flesh. We got a whole bunch of houses that smell like a hotel lobby in New York. And it ain't masking nothing. Hallelujah. We need the fragrance to cover the smell of dead flesh. We all talk about worship. Worship is not the song. The song is just the expression. Praise is not the dance. The dance is just an expression. Abraham says, you stay here. For me and my son are going there to worship. I need you to tell your neighbor, it's not worship until it costs you something. Anybody that's only is somebody that had to give up something. one day uh, some of the price that I paid and the reason why I can't tell you all of it now because I'm still making payments and there are moments in my spiritual sobriety I have to tell God tie me to the altar I have to say it in my sobriety because Isaac is not a little boy Isaac is a young man so he had to give his father permission to tie him down I need you to look at your neighbor and tell you remember what you knew when you were in church service remember what you knew when you were in your right mind because when you get out of church and get out from under this anointing you start compromising what you heard God said that's why you got to have accountability around you you got to say hey girl are you my friend I, I, the Lord told me in service tonight that I need to totally cut him off so when you get around thirsty and you get a little lonely and then you talk about well we can just be friends no you need somebody to remind you of what the Lord told you when you were in your right mind hallelujah the perfume is only because of the smell of dying dying flesh uh, we want to anoint you tonight we want to anoint you and when we anoint you tonight what you got to realize it doesn't work for you if you don't believe in it no no we got to make sacred things sacred again. Ain't nothing wrong with us wearing our hoodies and our sneakers. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Wear what you want to wear. But don't let casual church start producing a casual approach to God. 
some casual church has start producing casualties tell your neighbor keep sacred things sacred glory be to God hallelujah because the anointing is transferable you don't believe me this is why it does matter what church you go to it does matter what kind of leader you're under I know people call you spooky and spiritual but if you move to a new city I gotta pray about that thing uh -uh. I'm not just going somewhere because the music is good I'm not as a matter of fact the music ain't got to be the best I need to know whose hand I'm sitting under oh my god because what is whatever is on the head is gonna be on the house I need to hear the sound of those who are in a house they got an anointed head I need I need to hear pray about it the Lord got to lead me who to sit under because some people are messed up today because they pulled their chair up to the wrong table and a sign that you're under a sound leader is when they are not huh, when they are not enamored with your gift because some of you will only go to places where leadership will celebrate you and not correct you. A sign of a good leader is when you come with all of your credentials and all of your talent and all of your gifts and they look at you and say, okay, well, we got singers here, we got musicians. Well, why don't you just sit a while and catch your breath because I care more about your soul than I do your gift. Oh, y'all done got mad at me here because you're talking about I'm elder so-and-so. I'm probably over here. You're not none of that. You're a brother and you're a sister. We have to know them that labor among us. And if you can't sit a while, that makes me question your intentions. Are you willing to be nobody? So you can catch the DNA of the house. And that's what some of the tension is in some of our churches. It's because some of you came over here, but you haven't been born again. You still smell like the place you came from. You are still comparing this place to the place that God delivered you from. If it was so good where you were, why did you leave? Oh, the anointing is transferable. So you got to be careful of what atmosphere. You, you want to make sure that you're, you're properly aligned. Because see, some of you want to be anointed through association, but you're going to be anointed through alignment. The oil flows from the head down through the garment. Hallelujah. It don't come off to the side. You got to be properly aligned. You got to be still enough to be cut on. My God. Hallelujah. You got, you got to be in the flow. The anointing is transferable. To the point, hear me. Y'all be careful how we say stuff. Oh, it's just baptism. No, no. It's not just baptism. If you see it as just baptism, you're right. It ain't going to do nothing for you. It will just be an outward expression of your inward faith. But if you discern it as a crossing, it's a Jordan crossing. Hallelujah. It'll be for the remission of your sins. Oh, it's just communion. That's why some sleep among us. Because they saw it as just communion. But if you look at it differently with reverence, you'll say, huh? He says, this is my body. Woo! This is my blood. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, keep sacred things sacred. Big 
because you will never draw from those places that you don't honor if that's just Brandon clap to you all you can get is what Brandon clap can give you but if that's apostle clap to you see see that's why I'm telling y'all I'm telling y'all that we don't all serve the same God in this pluralistic culture y'all been trying to sell it to me recently that Allah and Jehovah is the same God just different names but let me tell you something about the devil maybe you didn't know the devil is a liar it is not the same God when Muslims want to get close to Allah they go to Mecca when Buddhists want to get close to Buddha they climb a mountain when Hindus want to get close to their polytheistic God they build statues but when we could not get to our God our God came to us he wrapped himself in human flesh scream at somebody tell him it ain't the same God and what's his name what's his name what's his name oh he got a name that's above every name the anointing is so contagious that in the New Testament church people who couldn't even get to the church service glory to God I'm telling y'all if y'all don't believe me because see I grew up in a small town a one stoplight town we didn't have a hospital and the older saints I grew up with some of them didn't even believe in going to the doctor now I believe in going to the doctor but what I can't deny is that I saw miracles among them I'm serious mother Sue Panel went into the morgue and raised her son up off of a table with a tag that's on his tongue she's dead and gone and he's still walking around he tell me all the time thank you for telling my testimony he still got the scar hello you but he still got his life i watched i watched my grandmother she's watching tonight she's watching right now she's 90 years old i remember the day she had a stroke sitting in her chair and her mouth twisted and my aunt went over there and grabbed her by the face and said in the name of jesus i rebuke the stroke oh. Hallelujah. and the doctor said she had a stroke but we just don't see the symptoms so, so you can't draw from it if you don't believe in it and we have a generation who are good with doing church and not seeing nothing but there's some thomases in here tonight there's some thomases in here now you can judge them because they want to see some proof but Thomas went through some stuff and he watched his hopes and dreams be crucified so I need you to touch three people tell them I need to see something if I'm gonna give the rest of my life to this I need to see something I need to see some proof I need to see some evidence I need you to touch somebody tell them you just felt a miracle The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. 
I pray that you are blessed by the message today. And if you want to continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and even more gospel messages, I encourage you to follow our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast. And today we want to give you an opportunity to partner what we're doing domestically here at our local church and what we're doing all over the world. There are ways to give. And remember, when you sow, that seed may leave your hand, but it'll never leave your life. The Bible declares to us that when we sow, seeds are connected to harvest. Well, I want you to remember that I know what it feels like to cry until you have no more tears left to cry. But after you finish crying, don't stop. Get up and keep going.